0: Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials. Here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today I want to look at a very volatile subject, the subject of anger. Title of the video and the post is the case for and against anger. So there's a quote that I'm sending out that's one of mine. By the way, each week I send out one of my favorite quotes along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply that quote to life. If you would like to receive one of those, it's free. All you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com. Just Google Bill Crawford, PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the subscribe button, put your name, email address in, and each week I'll send you one of my favorite quotes along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply it to life. This one's about anger. It says, anger is a valuable signal that something needs to change. It often, however, isn't the best energy to trust to make that change. So we all know anger is a very complicated emotion, right? I mean, we certainly need it whenever we're in danger, someone's trying to hurt us or our family, you know, we react with anger, we protect ourselves, protect our family, that's really good. And it can be a valuable signal that something needs to change. A situation needs to be addressed, a right needs to be wrong. Some people actually even use anger to impress upon people the importance of the situation. When someone isn't paying attention, Maybe it's kids, maybe a spouse, maybe it's uh, employees. They get angry in order to go, hello, this is important. And yet I think we've all heard of times when anger didn't serve us. Maybe it was that email we sent off, and later on we kind of, oh, yeah, that that didn't work out. Or maybe we said something to someone that really just made the situation worse. Or maybe we just found ourselves fuming for days over something that someone said to us. Now. For those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know why this happens. This actually has something to do with how the brain processes information. So in my life from the top of the mind philosophy, I talk about three parts of the brain. Lower part of the brain is called the brain stem. That is the fight or flight part of the brain. Upper 80% of the brain is what I call the top of the mind. This is the neocortex. This is where we have access to our best interpersonal skills, problem-solving skills, clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion, executive functions, anything we do purposely from this upper brain is is often at least done in a way where we can evaluate the results because we're doing it purposely. Middle brain is kind of interesting. It's called the limbic system. This is the scanner, processor, router part of the brain. It scans incoming data, processes it or interprets it, and then either routes it down to the brain stem or up to the neocortex the problem is when it senses something that is dangerous and unfortunately it's not very smart and it's working with old software so it has a tendency to interpret almost anything negative as dangerous and throws us into the part of the brain that's designed to deal with danger in doing so it bypasses the upper 80% of the brain because it thinks we need to react without thinking in order to be safe you know we're driving down the road somebody slams on their brakes in front of us we need to re- To be able to react without thinking. If we had to cognitively process that, it would not uh, allow us to react soon enough to not hit them. So anytime, by the way, you ever need to react without thinking to be safe in a physically dangerous situation, this lower 20% of the brain is a great brain to be able to go to. The problem is, again, I think this middle brain is throwing us into this lower brain, triggering our anger when it has really stopped serving us. Because now we know something needs to change. Now we know it's a valuable signal, but we may be trying to use this lower brain to make the change. This is where we say something or do something out of anger, and often that is not very purposeful and often doesn't really solve the problem. In fact, it can make the situation worse. So what I suggest we do is to make sure we are accessing this clear, confident, creative part of who we are. If anger is a signal, something needs to change If something needs to be addressed in our relationship or a country or in our job. Okay. It's a valuable signal. But Let's not use it as the energy for change because that will have us coming from this lower brain. Let's make sure we're engaging whoever we're trying to, um, communicate with in a way where they actually hear what we're saying versus just see us as some angry emotional person that they have a tendency to write off. There's a great book out there by Harriet Lerner. It's called The Dance of Anger. In this book, she talks about two things that are really, I think are helpful, helpful. One, she talks about the dance of anger, that our our tendency to interact with other people has a tendency to fall into what it looks like a dance. They do a step, we do a step, we kind of keep doing this, this dance. She says anger can kind of stop the dance, you know, it can interrupt the dance, and that's a good thing. She also uses it as a, a way of not just kind of going along with the status quo. this is especially for people who've been told they shouldn't be angry that angry anger is uh, something that people won't like and you know they won't have anything to do with us and we'll find ourselves alone and we'll become a bag lady and someone will steal our bag and we 'll die you know in other words, a lot of people have been told that anger is something they shouldn't trust or shouldn't go with or shouldn't express because people won't like it like this angry person and that's a problem because it means now we can't get angry which means we can't use angry anger if however we recognize it for what it is a valuable signal something needs to change then we can use this upper 80% of the brain then to engage and make that change now what about talking to people who aren't listening to us have you noticed they do listen to us when hello I've been trying to you know when we start to get angry they go "Oh, okay I guess I better listen here's a problem with that however Number one, we're almost training them to frankly not pay any attention to us until we get angry. They're going, yeah, they're saying this. Okay, now they're serious, so I guess I need to pay attention. That means we almost have to get angry every time we want people to pay attention to us. Plus, have you noticed sometimes when we get angry, they get angry. And so rather than paying attention to us, they start defending the very behavior we want them to change. So I think what we want to do is to ask ourselves a question. When I'm engaging someone, is my mission obedience or is my mission trust? It's a great uh, TED Talk by uh, one person from the Harvard Business School. Her name is Frances Fried. She did a wonderful TED Talk on trust. She said there are three things that people have to have in order to trust us. And I think that's what we're going for. Whenever we're communicating with someone, want them to trust what we're saying. She says, number one, uh, logic. If you're not making any sense, people can't trust you. I think we're probably pretty good at that. Number two, it has to be authentic. They can't think you're faking it in some way, using some technique on them. And number three is empathy. If people don't get that we truly understand why they're resisting what we say, then they think they have to keep explaining to it or defending it. And they can't trust us because we don't get it. So if we really want people to trust us, I'm thinking anger isn't the best energy. Sure, it will kind of shake them into maybe obedience, but remember what it does, it sets up our need to be angry from then on in order for them to pay attention to us. And I'm not sure it engenders trust. I think what it does is it it creates fear. So here's what I suggest we do. Let's make sure we're operating from this clear, confident, creative part of who we are. The part of who we are where we have access to our interpersonal skills, our problem-solving skills, um, our ability to influence our life and the li- li- lives of others. Let's make sure we're operating from the top of the mind, which means we can use anger as a signal. And anytime we need to defend ourselves or keep our family from being hurt, and we need to kind of act in anger. Well, terrific. Have you noticed how how rare that is, however? Most of the time what happens is we find ourselves feeling wronged or disrespected or not paid attention to or whatever. And that triggers that anger and that's going to throw us into the lower brain if we're not careful. And we're going to try to deal with it from this angry, stressed, frustrated, annoyed, resentful part of who we are. And that almost always makes it worse. This is what I, I get to teach. I get to go around the world teaching people how to access their best clarity, confidence, and creativity, even in those situations where our anger gets triggered. Because just because it's triggered doesn't mean we have to feed it. See, if we go, okay, valuable signal, and then shift up to the top of the mind, we can bring our best to the conversation or the situation. That's what I teach people how to do. How to understand how the brain works, how to shift from this lower reactive brain to the upper 80%, the purposeful proactive brain, and then how to engage others so that they actually shift from their resistant brain to their receptive brain, so they truly hear and understand what we're wanting them to know. If you would like me to come to your organization, work with your family, your school around this, I'd be happy to do this. All you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or Google Bill Crawford PhD. Hit the contact button. Let me know what you're interested in. Love to talk with you. In the meantime, I hope you're enjoying these videos. If you do, please hit the like button. Share them with your friends if you feel they would be valuable. You can always subscribe on YouTube and, uh, and Twitter and iTunes and Facebook and all those social medias, LinkedIn, because um, I post one. I post a video on each one of these each week. So until next time, here's to you. Bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity into your life based on how you deal with anger. And I look forward to seeing you in the future.